What is going on, friends? Thank you for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. We here at New Vision believe that the gospel transforms lives. So we're going to take an opportunity to open up God's word and see what he has to say so that we can take the best next step to become more like Jesus. Well, hey guys, hope you're doing well today. Cloud with you here on the New Vision Podcast. We're continuing on through the book of Mark. We're still in chapter one. We're trying to go verse by verse uh, through Mark to complement our summer series through the book of Mark. So hopefully you're enjoying that. Uh, we're starting up in, in verse 21 today of chapter one. So where we are into the story is Jesus, He it's really quickly action-packed. Jesus is baptized. He He's tempted in the wilderness. Then he calls his first disciples. And that was yesterday's last episode podcast where Jesus calls his disciples. They drop their nets and they follow Jesus. And so now we're continuing on. And this is really, as far as Mark recording it, the, the first miracle um, of Jesus. And he goes about teaching. And so this is the beginning of Jesus' ministry. So we're getting to it. So here is Mark chapter 1, verse 21 through 28. And I'm reading out of the ESV. And they went into Capernaum, and immediately on the Sabbath he entered the synagogue and was teaching. And they were astonished at his teaching, for he taught them as one who had authority and not as the scribes. And immediately there was in the synagogue a man with an unclean spirit, and he cried out, What have you to do with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. But Jesus rebuked him, saying, Be silent. And come out of him. And the unclean spirit, convulsing him and crying out with a loud voice, came out of him. And they were all amazed, so that they questioned among themselves, saying, What is this? A new teaching with authority? He commands even the unclean spirits, and they obey him. And at once his fame spread everywhere throughout all the surrounding region of Galilee. And so Jesus starts out his Galilean ministry with a bang, with uh, with a high impact healing. This guy, he's he's got a it's the the Greek literally says unclean spirit. Other other accounts uh, in the gospel where Jesus is obviously healing uh, someone who has demons or a demon, and that word is clearly used. Uh, sometimes they're interchangeable between the different accounts. One. Like, say, Mark will use unclean spirit, whereas Matthew's the same account will say demon. So, I mean, that's clearly what's going on here. We have a, a, someone with a demon or an unclean spirit, uh, and that opens a whole can of worms, which we're not going to get into. But just a heads up, I think we've got a sermon coming up on this. So, anyways, I, that's what's going on. Jesus believed in demons, and here he is healing a guy who has one who's, uh, you know, he's he's either possessed or is making him mentally unwell. And uh, the people kind of know this. And, and so Jesus says, be silent and come out of him. And he heals him and astonishes everyone. And so, I mean, that's, it's Jesus's first miracle. And I don't want us to miss that when we're reading this account of Mark is this is amazing. Look at the authority Jesus has. He's healing people and he, he, he can affect their lives and, and make it better. And it's like, oh, wow. Okay. Here, you know, he, he has power, right? But something I wanted to point out in this text that uh, that's the obvious one, right? This is Jesus's first uh, recorded miracle in the book of Mark. But something that's really interesting in this one, I, it's mentioned twice here in this section, at least we see that the main point of Jesus's ministry was his teaching and not his healing. Now they go hand in hand, right? But the main point, at least it is here, is that Jesus's ministry 
was more about his teaching than it was his healing. In other words, like his healing was just to back up his teaching, right? But the most important thing is what the healing illustrated. And that was Jesus's teaching about the coming of the kingdom. And, you know, the Messiah was coming to save uh, his people, not a political uh, victory, but uh, one that would save them from their sins. And that's who Jesus is and what he was coming to do. These, his ministries was ultimately always going to lead to the cross. He wasn't surprised by this. And so he's wanting to, to teach that with the time that he has left. He's on a mission. And what's really interesting is that, is that, yes, this is a healing story and it's amazing, but you see here, his authority through his teaching is actually what impressed people so much that it's mentioned twice. So we have uh, verse 22. And they were astonished at his teaching. Then he heals the guy. And then in verse 27, and they were all amazed so that they questioned among themselves saying, what is this? A new teaching with authority. So it's the teaching and the authority is what's really impressing people as least, at least as how Mark is um, recording it here. That's what he wants to emphasize. Yes, it's healing, but it's also teaching. And that's the main point. His teaching uh, is illustrated by the healing. And so I think, um, here's some nerdy stuff. I was doing some research on this and then why were people so impressed by that? I I think today here in America, I mean, obviously we have podcasts and recorded media and YouTube videos and, you know, really great messages, not just from Brady and Nick, but from all over the, the country, you can just get on demand all sorts of, you know, dynamic, you know, impactful teaching. Uh, but back in the day, so what were the people here used to, Uh, I'm not trying to compare modern teaching to Jesus. That's not the point I'm making. But back in the day, what these people would have been used to, and here's here's a thing I found. What they would have been used to is that the scribes, they established their views with long quotations from other rabbis, right? So they're teaching, but they're basically quoting other people all the time, kind of like what I'm doing now. But they go through long quotations, quoting other rabbis. They build on the teaching of other people. And at best, they could only claim an authority which derived from their own understanding of the law. So their teaching was generally you know, pedantic or nitpicky, boring, basically, dull, and occupied with uh, distinctions concerning Levitical regulations and petty legalistic requirements. I I found that in some research. And so basically, all that to say, they were pedantic or nitpicky, they were dull, and they were really boring about legalistic requirements. And that's what they were used to is just monotonous. You go for the sake of going and hear these rabbis who don't really teach with authority because they're, they aren't an authority in and of themselves. And they had lost the root of the whole purpose of God's word to them in the old Testament in that era. And so Jesus is coming and he teaches with authority. Not only would he quote scripture, right? But he, he makes new scripture, right? He says things like now, now it's fulfilled. <laughs> I, you know, in the old Testament, they say, thus saith the Lord, but Jesus is one that's like, you know, truly, truly, I tell you, right. I'm going to tell you how it is. So it's like in the old Testament and, and these rabbis, they had authority that was given to them, but Jesus preaches with authority that is inherently his. And that's what impresses the people. And then he backs it up with this healing. And so as an, uh, as a practical application for us today, uh, is yeah, this healing is very impressive, right? 
but it's his teaching that impressed them even more so. And so the question that we can ask ourselves today is, are we impressed with the authority of Jesus when we encounter him in his word, his word to us, what he is speaking to us? Are we impressed by his authority, impressed so much so that it affects our lives, that we see it and we're not just intellectually you know, stimulated by it, but that our lives are practically changed, that we go and do likewise or go and do not likewise, either, either way. The, the practical applications of whatever he says in his word, which we will continue to see as we see Jesus and his teaching and his healing ministry in the book of Mark. Y'all have a great day, and we'll see you on the next episode. Thank you for joining us today for the New Vision Podcast. We hope that you have heard a word from the Lord and that you can better walk today in light of God's word. To find out more information about New Vision, we would love for you to follow us on Instagram at New Vision Life or look us up online at newvisionlife.com. And as always, we look forward to seeing you tomorrow.